Welcome to the Hello Orlandia Weekly News. We bring you all the key news stories in and about Poland. The main developments over the past week have included Poland claims a major diplomatic success as Germany approves the transfer of Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine and the US announces it will send 31 M1 Abrams tanks. Former Platforma Obywatelska Foreign Minister Radosław Sikorski comes under fierce criticism for suggesting Poland considered partitioning Ukraine with Russia. Fernando Santos is named the new manager of Poland's national soccer team and Magdalenette is a surprise Polish star at the Australian Open Tennis Championship. The Polish government has claimed another major diplomatic success in spurring its Western allies to increase the calibre of their military support to Ukraine. Following the Polish initiative that led to the decision to deploy the Patriot air defence system in Ukraine, Warszawa had then championed the sending of tanks to Ukraine, offering its own Leopard 2s subject to German government permission for the transfer of the German-made tanks to a third country. After considerable German hesitation, and repeated appeals from top Polish government leaders, on Sunday came the first sign of a favourable response, when Foreign Minister Annalena Baerbock said Germany would not stand in the way if Poland decided to transfer tanks to Ukraine. On Wednesday, the new German stance was confirmed, with it deciding to not only approve re-exports to Ukraine, but also that it would itself deliver a company of 14 Leopard 2 tanks as a first step as part of efforts to urgently provide Ukraine with two tank battalions. Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki tweeted his tanks to German Chancellor Olaf Scholz saying that the decision to send Leopards to Ukraine is a big step towards stopping Russia. Together we are stronger. In addition to Poland, Finland, Norway and Spain are also planning to send German-made Leopard tanks to Ukraine. Earlier this month, UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak confirmed that his country would send Challenger 2 tanks to Ukraine, along with other military equipment. Later on Wednesday, in a major breakthrough for Ukraine, President Joe Biden said that the US would supply the country with 31 M1 Abrams tanks as well as eight M88 armoured recovery vehicles. Biden commented that the US and its European allies are fully, totally and thoroughly united, although the expectation on the part of Russia is we're going to break up. While it's likely to take months rather than weeks for the promised equipment to arrive in Ukraine and for Ukrainian personnel to be trained in their operation, the move does represent a major demonstration of Western resolve to support the country, in the face of what's expected to be renewed Russian offensives. Prominent Polish opposition politician and former foreign minister Radosław Sikorski, who's a serving Platforma Obywatelska member of the European Parliament, this week found himself at the centre of a storm of criticism after saying in a press interview that in the first weeks of the war in Ukraine, the government in Warsaw considered partitioning the country with Russia. 
The comments were seized on by pro-Russian media and brought the former minister under fierce attack from the pro-government media in Poland. In an interview with Radio Z on Monday, when asked if the Polish government had ever considered the idea of dividing Ukraine, he replied that There was a moment of hesitation in the first 10 days of the war, when we all didn't know how it would go, that maybe Ukraine would fall. Had it not been for the heroism of Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky and the help of the West, things could have been different. Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki accused Sikorsky of behaving like a Russian propagandist. He tweeted that the former foreign minister must weigh his words. I expect these disgraceful statements to be withdrawn. I call on the opposition to dissociate themselves from Radoslaw Sikorsky's declaration. On Wednesday, Główna Urząd Statystyczny, Goose or Statistics Poland, confirmed that the country's unemployment rate increased slightly in December to 5.2% from 5.1% in November, in line with an earlier flash estimate. The rate equates to 812,300 people without work at the end of December, compared to 800,200 a month earlier. It's been a busy week for sports news stories in Poland, with the strong run by Magda Lynette in the Australian Open Tennis Championship and the unveiling of a new national soccer team manager. The Polish Football Association, PZPN, officially unveiled Portuguese national Fernando Santos as the new team coach at a press conference at the National Stadium in Warszawa on Tuesday. News of the appointment of the vastly experienced former player and manager, including of the Portuguese national side from 2014 to 2022, as well as that of Greece from 2010 to 2014, had broken a day earlier. The president of the PZPN, Cesare Kolesha, commented that We've reached our destination. Fernando Santos is the best possible choice. He added that he was confident that the new coach would bring a lot of positive things not just to the national team, but to Polish football in general. Santos told the press conference that it was an honour to coach Poland and that, from today, I am Polish, I am one of you. Santos replaces Szesław Miknewicz, whose contract wasn't extended despite leading Poland to the last 16 at the Qatar World Cup, following criticism of his style of play. Turning to the Australian Open, Polish tennis fans might have expected a strong showing from Igor Świątek or Hubert Hurkacz, but the surprise package has been that of Magda Lynette, ranked world number 45 by WTA, but who defeated former world number 1 Karolina Pliskova of the Czech Republic, 6-3-7-5 on Wednesday, to reach her first Grand Slam semi-final. She bowed out to Irina Sabalenka of Belarus earlier today. Earlier in the competition, Iga Świątek went out in the fourth round on Sunday, 6-4-6-4, to Elena Rybikina of Kazakhstan. Hubert Hurkacz had also gone out in the fourth round on Sunday, to Sebastian Korda of the United States, 
6336266176. Finally, many commemorative ceremonies were held throughout Poland this week to mark Monday's 160th anniversary of the famous 1863 January uprising against Russian rule, in an attempt to reassert the country's independence. The events this year have been given added focus by the war in Ukraine, seen in Poland as an attempt to re-establish Russian hegemony over the region. The President of Lithuania, Gitanis Naseda, was in Warsaw for the occasion, where along with Polish President Andrzej Duda, he attended an event at the Warsaw Citadel, where many insurgents were imprisoned and executed after the failure of the rebellion. The ceremony was also attended by the Belarusian opposition leader, Svetlana Tikhanovskaya, and by Ukraine's ambassador to Poland, who read out a message from President Vladimir Zelensky, saying that, 160 years ago, our nations fought shoulder to shoulder against Russian imperialism. The 1863 uprising lasted for a year and a half, and was the largest and longest armed uprising in Poland during the 19th century. It's estimated to have claimed the lives of over 30,000 insurgents, with another 40,000 being banished to Siberia. That's all from the Herlorlandia Weekly News for this week.